0: Hello and welcome to the Plant School Podcast. You might be able to see and also hear that I am feeling better from that cold I was dealing with two weeks ago. I cannot tell you guys how awful that week was just having to move while being sick. I do not recommend it. So I am so grateful to be back and feeling well and be able to do an actual episode with a voice that is not super scratchy. So to begin, I have not forgotten, I did promise a giveaway winner. And as of right now, giveaway winners are chosen by someone who has left a review on Apple Podcasts. And I have had people throw around different ideas because I know not everyone uses Apple. In fact, I think a slight majority of my audience listens more on Spotify. So... There were some options thrown around of maybe doing giveaways based on who shares the podcast on Instagram and that's how you enter in or someone even mentioned that you could Answer a quiz question at the end of the episode, and if you get it right, you are entered into the giveaway. So it would be like a question related to the episode that you hopefully had just listened to, or some people were wanting to do it like I used to do it, where you just share it with a friend and let me know. So I'm gonna include a little poll on Spotify again see you see the discrepancies here it's like leave a review on Apple podcasts but come over to Spotify and answer my poll so it's just it's kind of hard to have people going back and forth but if you are listening on Spotify weigh in what you would like to do we can do a combination of both where you can share it on Instagram and that enters you in or if you would rather just leave a review and you can be entered in that way so just let me know what you, as a listener, would prefer. But for today, I'm going to be choosing someone who left a review on Apple Podcasts. And this review was left by kcreations.plants. If that is you, please shoot me an email. It's just tennyplants, T-E-N-N-E-Y, plants at Gmail. And let me know that you are the one who left this review. And I will get you a gift card sent to you so that you can go on a plant shopping trip on my dime. This person said, 20 stars if I could. I love listening to your podcast while I'm working. Not only does it help with time going by, I learn so much from you. I got into plants when I was pregnant, waiting to welcome my little boy, Earthside. I look forward to all of your episodes every week. Thank you for your time and your effort into the plant podcast world for all of us plant people thank you so much for that sweet review. I always love reading these. Also, I hope your little boy made it here safely. I feel like when I was pregnant with my first is kind of when I started content creation for houseplants. So I'm so glad that there are other people in similar shoes that are joining in and learning more about plants. All right, so today's episode is top 10 flowering houseplants because I was going through that few weeks of sickness and moving I wanted to do kind of a fun episode by fun I also mean that I needed to do one that was easier for me to research because I have just been hammered with so many things that need to be done and it goes both ways it's fun and it was Easier for me. And with summer and flowers being out, I thought this would be a fitting episode. And I really tried to choose houseplants that perhaps you have not heard of before. Not just like you're saying, like, oh, like a pea lily, that's in the top 10 flowering houseplants. No, I wanted to choose houseplants that are different and fun to maybe give you some ideas if you do want a pop of color in your home. And just as a note before we begin, to help a houseplant actually flower, because you can have a flowering houseplant and it doesn't flower, it doesn't do anything. But just so you know, you need plenty of sunlight to really help a houseplant get to that flowering stage. That is probably the biggest key. And then also feeding them regularly with fertilizer can really help them have those necessary nutrients to flower. Honestly, it's just taking good consistent care of your houseplant it will help it flower. So without further ado here is my top 10 list in no particular order. If you are watching the video podcast then you will be able to see pictures as they pop up of each plant so you can kind of get a visual idea but for those who are listening I will try to describe it to you so you know what I'm talking about. So number one is the christmas cactus and i know i said i'm trying not to mention ones that you are super familiar with i feel like this is a super common one but i also feel like it's underrated they're really easy to care for really easy to propagate and their blooms are just so beautiful and stunning they come in a really wide variety of colors they have pink red scarlet orange gold cream white like i said a lot of different colors and they can almost just cover the entire christmas cactus with flowers they're really beautiful as long as they get plenty of sunlight it is quite easy to get them to flower every year number 2 is a flowering maple this is one that i'm not super familiar with so when i found out i was like wow this is actually really pretty. It's not a real maple. Its scientific name is Abutilon striatum, and it is in the Malvaceae family, which is the Malo family. It's native to southern Brazil, and it has these flowers on it that are kind of similar to like a hibiscus flower, if you're familiar with those. And they come in orange, pink, yellow or red. So again, a variety of flowers. It's a really interesting one, not one that's super common. Moving on, number three is jasmine. And initially when I saw this plant kept popping up when I was researching, I thought it was more of just an outdoor plant, but there are actually some varieties that do really well indoors. If they do get strong light and they are pruned regularly. So the Madagascar jasmine is one that's recommended to be an indoor houseplant. And they have these small star-shaped flowers and they're very fragrant. I think a lot of people are familiar with the smell of jasmine because it is such a classic flower smell. Number four on my list is the guppy plant or the goldfish plant. They're called both of those common names. It's in the Nemetianthus genus, and it has these little orange flowers that resemble a goldfish, hence the name the guppy plant or the goldfish plant. They're actually really adorable. I love how they not only have a botanical feel, but also a sort of marine feel to them because they do look like little fish swimming around in your plant. Number five is the lipstick plant. Its scientific name is A.S. Chianthus radicans and it is also a close relative of the guppy plant. They're kind of similar in the way their flowers are produced but they look quite different. The lipstick plant, they have these red tubular flowers that resemble a tube of lipstick. Some people think it resembles something other than lipstick, if you know what I mean, but I like to think of it as just resembling lipstick. Now that we're halfway, I wanna pause and take a quick break to tell you more about the sponsor of today's episode, and then we will jump back in to the next five top flowering houseplants. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Tree Leaf. As a houseplant owner you're often looking for ways to turn your plants into decor pieces right and tree leaf makes this possible their mission is to help everyone bring more greenery indoors and how they do this is by bringing in functional plant accessories that not only help with plant growth but also turn them into beautiful pieces for anyone to enjoy those accessories being these really high quality wooden trellises they are made with low locally sourced lumber right in Atlanta, Georgia, USA. They come with different finishes like cherry, walnut, and cedar. And their trellises are all botanically inspired, which is probably my favorite part. So some of their best-selling ones include ones that are shaped like monstera leaves or palm leaves. Not only is it making your houseplant look better, but honestly, the trellis itself is a work of art on its own. You can find them at shop, and you can check out all of their trellises. Guys, I'm telling you, they are beautiful. In my opinion, they are such a step above those basic moss poles that you often see. I highly recommend that you check out Treeleaf next time you are shopping for a trellis for your houseplants. All right, and jumping back into our top 10 flowering houseplants, number six is the Calamondon orange, and this one's really fun. So it's a plant that's a hybrid between a mandarin orange and a kumquat, so it not only is producing these small orange fruits, it also has really fragrant flowers. If you have ever been around orange trees, I'm sure you know how wonderful they can smell. It can be grown indoors. Again, it needs a lot of sun, so if you have a really sunny area in your home, this can be a great one. And the fruits that it does produce, you can use it like you would a lemon. You can also use it to make marmalade, I love a dual purpose plant. So the Calamondon orange is pretty high on my list of top 10 flowering house plants. Number seven is the Brazilian firework plant. Scientific name is *Porphyracoma poliana. And it has these deep red bracts. And bracts, again, are just modified leaves that are colored. They kind of draw in pollinators to the true flower. So it has these deep red bracts and the purple flowers come out of these bracts and it kind of looks similar to fireworks popping in the sky and the leaves are actually really beautiful themselves they kind of look similar to a calathea so if it's not flowering and you simply just have the foliage it's a really pretty plant that can be kind of hard to find with flowering houseplants oftentimes they have really basic foliage but not so for the brazilian firework plant number eight is the jungle geranium Its scientific name is Ixora, and it has these large umbel-like flowers that look like annual geraniums or kind of like little hydrangeas, if that gives you an idea for what the flower looks like. They come in orange, red, or yellow, and I just think they're fun because it's like this little ball of flowers that they produce. Number 9 is the Cape Primrose. Scientific genus is Streptocarpus, and it has these really beautiful bluish-purple flowers, and they also can come in white, pink, purple, yellow, and red, but they do resemble the primrose flower. So they're kind of these dainty-looking flowers, and they can also have different colors on the petals, so they can be bicolored. They aren't simply one color which is kind of fun to have multiple colors within one plant. Number 10 is the black eyed Susan vine. I did not even know this one was a thing. So its scientific name is Thunbergia alata, and no it's not related to the black eyed Susan but its flowers do look very similar to that plant. So it's a popular houseplant because it's super easy to propagate by stem cuttings and because of their flowers, which, like I mentioned, look like black eyed Susans because they have those yellow petals and a black center, but they do also come in other colors. They come in red, salmon and white, and they usually need some sort of trellis to contain its vining, which if you heard my ad earlier, this is not related or on purpose, but you could check out tree leaf trellises if you do end up getting a black eyed Susan vine. So that was number 10, but I could not help but adding two more. And this is very typical of me. I make top 10 lists and I always add more than I should. But guys, when I'm trying to whittle it down, it's just so hard. So number 11 is the Glosinha. Its scientific name is Synangia speciosa. So it is another Brazilian plant and it has flowers that kind of resemble almost like a small rose. But they do come in white, pink, red, blue, purple. And some are bicolored similar to the Cape Primrose, how those could have different colors too. I just thought this one was really unique because it does have that rose-like quality and you do not often see that with indoor house plants. And then number 12, my true last one. And I just couldn't not mention these plants. And that is orchids which are probably like the queen, king of the flowering houseplant world. They have some of the most unique and stunning flowers. And I couldn't really pin it down to one single orchid that I especially recommend. There's about 2,800 species of orchids. There's a lot. And I don't have one in particular because I simply find them all so fascinating and beautiful. And with that, like I promised that was my last one, that is my list of top 10 slash 12 flowering houseplants. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I hope that you will join me in two weeks for another episode of the Plant School Podcast.